I think it was a combination of learning to think different thoughts that were more aligned with my truth of who I am and what I'm my own worth. I learned my own strengths and started walking in them. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't think that you just like overnight become confident. I think you take small steps toward confidence. Yeah. And that's what leads you to it. So I really changed all of my beliefs about myself. You are tuned in to Strengthen the Soul podcast, a safe place for learning and growing. I am here to help you navigate through life's greatest challenges. I am Katie, your host, a licensed therapist, holy fire Reiki master, life coach for healing and life transformations, a healer who's healed herself, and I am here to help you strengthen your soul. We are all beautiful souls in this life. We are healing, we are evolving, and we are loving. My mission is to bring awareness to all things wellness, mind, body, and soul, provide motivation and information, and discuss all things mental health and spirituality. Thank you for listening. Welcome to the Strength of the Soul podcast. I'm so happy to connect with you. Me too. I'm so excited. Um, It's been like, I feel like a long time coming, kind of, sort of. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) I've had my heart set on you, not even just eyes set on you. I've had my heart set on you for a long time to connect with you. We Mm -hmm. met um, at a mutual friend's grand opening at her studio, but it's funny because I was following you prior to that. And I don't crazy. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know how I stumbled upon your account, probably through like either the same mutual friend or or a different, a different, um, you know, mutual connection or something. But I just remember following you and just being like, oh my gosh, like I love this girl, love her energy, I love the connection. Mm -hmm. And then obviously meeting you was was amazing. So I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited. Thank you so much for inviting me. I feel honored to be here. I think that it's just so great to connect on podcasts because it's like we get to really hone in our energy into this powerful conversation. Yep. And I'm really excited to get into that today with you because just looking at the work that you do, I'm getting a few key words that really resonate with me, my audience, and it's that emotional intelligence, Mm -hmm. the confidence, the empowerment, community. So- Mm -hmm. We'll segue right into just introducing yourself and what you do. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Michaela Bell, and I feel like I wear a ton of hats, as do many of us women, right? I am a single mom to the world's coolest (laughs) 11-year-old. She speaks better than I do, I swear. She's just very articulate and just such a little sweet actress um, and has a really big heart. So she's number one. I'm a mom to a really cool kid. Um, The second thing is I own my own company and I do a myriad of things. I have a podcast really talking about kind of the intersection of health or healing and growing. Mm -hmm. Um, And my favorite thing to do, no matter where I'm at, is to create and cultivate like safe environments for people to be vulnerable. Love that. Um, because I just don't think that you can grow until you get to that vulnerable place. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a, a wide range of online courses and workshops. 
again, that really focus on personal growth. My primary, my signature program is called the Savvy Single. Mm. And it's really, I went through a very difficult divorce mm-hmm. at a really young age with a one-year-old on my hip. And I had to learn the hard way of growing after a divorce mm-hmm. and even learning how to date again and learning who I was. So that program, the Savvy Single came from that because I just believe we're taught a lot in culture mm-hmm. and we have this thing in us that desires to get married mm-hmm. without really ever one, knowing who we are, knowing what we want and what we need. Cause sometimes those two things are different yeah, 100%. <laughs> and healing and growing. Like, I just think there's mm-hmm. so much that needs to be done in singleness mm-hmm. and before you ever walk into marriage. So one of my goals is to change the divorce rate, um, significantly. by getting to women before they ever get married. Um, so yeah, I have the savvy single, a whole bunch of workshops, things along those lines. So at, at the core of who I am, I'm a teacher Mm -hmm. and I love to create spaces for people to learn and grow and feel safe in doing so. I love that. Safety is like one of my core values. And I actually Mm. just wrote a book um, and it's called Safety at the Roots because hundred percent believe in the same thing. And as a therapist and a healer, I have seen the inability to heal, like you said, without feeling safe. Yeah. It's just going to carry you throughout your life if you don't address that first. So 100%. Yeah. I love the work that you're doing with women. And I just want to kind of connect that to me personally for a little bit. That This is such a a season of my life where I'm healing and growing and I'm single. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I'm at this like really pivotal point of growth where I can sit in this singleness. Yeah. And I'm getting the pressure from everybody around me because I'm, you know, turning 32 this year and I'm like, okay, like time is ticking. Like I want to have children. I want to get married. And I would say like 90% of the people around me are in relationships they're married they have they have children and I feel this intense pressure but I always come back to okay I'm going to validate my loneliness I'm going to validate my feelings and I'm going to validate my you know my wants and things like that but like you said going back to I really am grateful that I'm in this space I am healing I am growing and I need to be in this space so yes I love that you you do this work yeah sit there for as long as it takes. And it's so easy to feel the pressure and with social media and everything we see what, well, we think we see Mm -hmm. everyone's lives and everyone's relationships. Um, but your journey is your journey. And just as all of us look so unique, all of our journeys are going to be unique. Even my twin nieces, Mm -hmm. identical twin girls, they're so different. They even look a little bit different, even though they're identical twins. So all of us, we all have different strengths. We've got different journeys and our timelines are also going to be as unique as we are. So fight as hard as you can always. Like if you're listening to this and, and you're single or you're waiting, Yeah, you might be waiting for something, waiting to get pregnant or waiting for that job or waiting for the right opportunity, whatever it might look like. It's okay to one, like validate how you're feeling and be realistic and be honest with yourself, but Mm -hmm. also have 
compassion for yourself and just know mm-hmm. that your timeline for your life is so unique to you and that there is a reason for everything. Yeah. Just sometimes hard to hear. Right. But it, it's like such a great reflection sometimes to be like, you know what? I am here for a reason and I have to embrace that. Yep. Yep, 100%. Takeaways from my life right now is learning to to embrace the process. Yes. Yes. The process is everything. I mean, really, it's where we learn and where we grow. Like, you don't grow like when you've arrived or you've gotten to that next mountaintop, right? You don't grow in that moment. You grow in the journey, in the climb of it all. Yeah. And so that's really, I think, huge that you're learning to embrace that process and embrace the journey. I'm doing the same thing. Like no matter how much I learn and grow. Yeah, literally. (laughs) I even just literally last night, yesterday in particular, I was going through, I I felt like I disappointed somebody and I was beating myself down like hard And so I had to like literally go back to my own tools that I teach my students and walk myself through the process of, okay, let me catch that thought. Mm -hmm. Is it real? Is it true? What's the evidence evidence of its truth? What's the evidence of it not being true? You know, what's a healthier thought? Like all those things. Mm -hmm. So even throughout the journey, I feel like even when you arrive at the next level, you're at kind of the bottom of the next level. Yeah. So embrace exactly where you are. It's really helpful. (laughs) Yeah, it really is. It really is. And I love that we're talking about the process in regards to being single and navigating that and finding yourself. What are some of your main teachings in that program that you offer? Mm, In the Savvy Single? Yeah. Um, in the savvy, we kind of, I actually talk about it as a root system, which is funny that you love that that word. Yeah. And you you know, because if you, um, if you take an acorn and you like throw it into the desert, Mm -hmm. is it ever going to become an oak tree? Probably not because it's environment doesn't allow it to take root. Right. and to grow. Mm-hmm. So one of the first things that we do in, in the savvy is we, t- we talk about like your soil, your environment. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is your self image is how you see yourself because you can do a lot of work, but if you don't see yourself, right, mm-hmm. you're not going to choose, right. You're not going to choose the right partner, the right friends, the right purpose. So everything I think stems from how you see yourself. Mm -hmm. So that's one of the first things is self-image. And then we go into like what the healing process looks like. Mm -hmm. And we talk a lot about boundaries and, you know, skills that you need in that healing process. We talk about life skills in the third week, which is like communication skills, even time management based on your, a woman's cycle. Yeah. Are you familiar with that um time management based on the the phases, the four phases of your, your cycle? It's so interesting that you bring that up because in the last year I'm like I really 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 get have to become more in tune with my cycle and I bought this book my friend recommended it's called In the Flow. Yes. And of course I have not finished it. I have not even gotten halfway through it, but I've 
even started following more accounts on my social media that are Mm -hmm. filling up my cup in regards to like women's health, hormone health, just lifestyle shifts, things like that. So I don't know too much about time management. So it would be amazing for you to speak on that. But I do know a little bit about like the foods that we're supposed to be eating, the exercise Mm -hmm. that we're supposed to be doing based on that. Yes. Yeah. It's so fascinating. So we, we dive into that in like in the, I call it savvy life skills. So like communication, friendship, time management, purpose, like how do you dream in your singleness? Like all that kind of stuff. The fourth week we talk about faith. Mm -hmm. Um, and I have women from all walks of life, all different types of faith in there. And I kind of share my faith just really openly on and authentically and say, believe whatever you want to believe. This is just an important part of my life. Here's what I know and what I've learned throughout the process. Mm -hmm. And then the fifth week we have, um, redefining sexy because Mm -hmm. I think the world throws a lot in our face as women of what sexiness is and what sensuality is. Cause really sensuality is experiencing all of our five senses. Yeah. It's not just about your body and sex, right? But like, how can we, if you're, if you're single and you're not getting a lot, <laughs> right. You know, like what, how do you, how do you kind of like just connect with your body and even redefine what sexiness is and improve your relationship with your own body. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the last week in the savvy single, we talk about finances as a woman, because there's not a lot of education specifically mm-hmm. to women or specifically to single women. Right. As well. So it's a very robust program. I'm actually right now in the, in the middle of kind of making it more phases because mm-hmm. yeah. that's a lot. <laughs> it is a lot. And, you know, I think that when we have so much to offer as teachers, we just yes. kind of pour into you. So like, <laughs> I know for me, like when I'm making my programs, I'm like, I just want to pour every single knowledge oh my gosh yes being learning experience life experience uh-huh. into this but like you know then you have to kind of like step take a step back and be like okay how can I organize this but I yeah. get that <laughs> yeah so I'm in the process of doing that that right now which I think will be beneficial for a lot of people because yeah. I'm going to take the current savvy single um sell it almost in like master class workshop type things Love and then it. refilming because I've grown so much since I filmed it yeah. You know, and I've gone through certification for like attachment therapy and, yeah. and learned about mother wounds and all yeah. these things. So, but at the core of, of it is essentially learning how to be an emotionally intelligent, confident human Yeah, is really what it's all about. And since you are this guest on the podcast, I would love to hear your perspective on what that looks like. Mm-hmm. You know, in, in, in yourself, in your essence. Yeah. So for me, confidence really, we see it as external. Mm-hmm. And I think we even say things like, oh, I wish I was as confident as her to wear a red lip, or I wish I was confident enough to start a business, or I wish I was confident enough to go after my dreams. But really it all begins internally. Mm-hmm. And for me, I I was in an abusive marriage for a long time. I mean, I got married the week after I graduated college. Mm -hmm. So I wasn't even, I had just turned 22 Mm -hmm. and I didn't know who I was. That's for damn sure. 
yeah, <laughs> no really idea who I was. Who, who does know who they I, are I at, that at that age? And I feel like some people have it a better grasp than others, but mm-hmm. I had no grasp. Yeah, me I either. really just didn't. Mm-hmm. I went to school for sign language interpretation. Mm-hmm. And even though I really wanted to go to beauty school, mm-hmm. but my dad was like, no, you go to college after mm-hmm. you graduate high school. You, I graduate with a, a 4.0 GPA because mm-hmm. that's what you're supposed to do. So I, as a, as a woman, as a young girl, just tried to follow what I thought I was supposed to do Yeah, to make everybody else happy. So I went to school for sign language interpreting, even though I knew I didn't necessarily, that wasn't my passion. I love sign language. I know, I love knowing the language, but, Mm -hmm. um, so I got married really, really early and I'll tell you that I saw so many red flags when we were dating and engaged and I knew in my gut that something was off. Yeah. I just didn't know how to trust my intuition at that age. Mm-hmm. And my intuition was pretty spot on when I got into it. And it was very emotionally and verbally abusive. I was always being put down. I was always being told I wasn't smart. Mm-hmm. And and I started to believe him. Yeah. So when I left that marriage and I was 27 with a one-year-old, I had this self image of myself that was like, you're not smart. You're not capable of doing much. Mm-hmm. Um, you're only going to, you're, you're not going to accomplish things in life. So I kept repeating a lot of the same relationship. Like the next guy I dated was the same guy with a different name. And that's mm-hmm. because you repeat what you don't repair. Exactly. And so I ended up taking a season after a really bad breakup again. Mm-hmm. I just said something, what is in me that keeps attracting the same type of guy that doesn't respect or honor or value me? Mm-hmm. Like there's got to be something in me that I need to work on. Mm-hmm. And so I took a season of, I called it stillness, my season of stillness Yeah, where I really took a look at what do I think about myself? What are the thoughts that constantly are on like the tapes in my head Mm -hmm. that are on replay and how do I rewrite them? How do I rewire my own thinking? How do I look at my belief systems that I have about myself and my place in the world? Mm -hmm. And from all that work of just internally learning how to meet myself again, Mm-hmm. and fall in love with who I am and rewire those thoughts and rewire those belief systems and learn about my emotions. Cause my emotions were just, you know, running rampant. I mean, yeah. if I, it just, they led my day, they led my life. A hundred percent. And so I think it was a combination of learning to think different thoughts that were more aligned with my truth of who I am and what I'm my own worth. I learned my own strengths and started walking in them. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that you just like overnight become confident. I think you take small steps toward confidence. Yeah. And that's what leads you to it. So I really changed all of my beliefs about myself. Um, new lies pop up daily. Yeah. But I have to, you know, 
be compassionate with myself and learn how to rewrite. But I truly believe that your confidence is an external reflection of your internal belief systems about who you are and your own worth, your own value and what you bring to the world. So, um, yeah, but it's confidence is an inside job in my opinion. Oh, hundred percent. I think that anybody who does that deep healing work will always understand that you cannot continue to live a life of external validation because it's just putting those band-aids on. And I always say that vulnerability is, is ripping off the first layer of the wound. Yeah. Step into that place of vulnerability. You're like opening yourself up to all those layers of that hurt, that pain, that trauma, that conditioning. Yes. Those, that belief system that's no longer serving you. And so I think that we have to get vulnerable and say, okay, I see these patterns. Yeah. No longer working. Yeah. And I have to step into that. So I want to thank you for sharing that, you know, vulnerability with us because it's not easy to always be vulnerable. And that true Mm -hmm. leader is vulnerable to role model to everybody else, else that it is safe for us to be vulnerable and to heal. So thank you so, so much for that. My gosh. Yeah, of course. I I mean, if I feel like everything that I've gone through in my life, um, I just want to help other people avoid some of the, um, pitfalls that I really fell into. I think that a lot of people can resonate with what you were saying. Um, There was one thing that you said that I was like, oh my gosh, I've heard that story so much. And it's just about not trusting your intuition and not, you know, not knowing how to trust yourself, especially at a young age, you know, because we're, we're learning and we're growing. Obviously our twenties are just like the most impactful learning for that sets us up for the rest of our lives. But I think even just no matter where you are in life, it's just learning to connect with yourself and tapping into that self-trust. Yes. And I actually, last night I was uh, working with a client and she asked me a question. She goes, how do I get better at trusting my gut instincts? Like, how do I know when my intuition is speaking Mm -hmm. versus something else? And and you, I'm sure you can speak into this too, but this was my thought. So if maybe you're kind of asking the same question of, well, how do you start mm-hmm. to trust yourself? Mm-hmm. And one of the, the exercises that I had her do was think back to the times in your life where you feel like you heard it, mm-hmm. whether it was that relationship, whether it was like, for me, there was this one job that in the interview process, I could kind of see some of the dysfunction Mm-hmm. but I really wanted that job and I just kind of pushed it away and pushed it away. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really wish I would have listened to it later on. Yeah. So I had her go back and I said, think about all those different times. Mm-hmm. What did it feel like in your body? Did you feel it in like the pit of your stomach or was it in your chest or mm-hmm. Did you feel like you kind of like heard your own thoughts, almost like that person on your shoulder kind of talking to you? What did, what did that experience feel like? And write it down, Mm -hmm. write down all the things that you sensed, where you felt it in your body, things like that. 
And the other thing that I had her write down was what did the doubt and the lies sound like? Mm-hmm. Was it, well, you don't know what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. I'm sure it's going to be fine. He'll probably change. Mm-hmm. Maybe he's just stressed out. Like all these kinds of things, because sometimes for if I found this for myself is I recognize the lies around it more than sometimes I even do the intuition. Right. So it's, it's kind of like, right. The two shoulders, Yes. Mm-hmm. right? Like what is this one saying? And what is this one saying? And sometimes you can recognize in the future. Oh, I remember this sensation in my body. Mm-hmm. I think this is my intuition. Yeah. Speaking. Mm-hmm. I don't know. What do you think? What would you add to that? Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And I think, I think it's also understanding to who you are as a person. I think that yeah. do you need more logical evidence? You know, do you work better in that really way? Good. Yeah. yeah. So sometimes I'm like the logical part of our brains. Do you, does it work better for you? Like, do you need that specific evidence. So a lot of times when people have fear-based thoughts, you know, I go right to the evidence or if they're having that um, imposter syndrome or just those thoughts of insecurity, I'm like, where in your life, just as as you said, where in your life do you have that evidence that you were capable, that you rose above that insecurity or those fear-based thoughts? Right, right. Oh, I like that. Knowing who you are and yeah, because I'm, um, I'm a, a logical person. Like I love my, so growing up, my mom would always say, Michaela, what you think about, you bring about. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> like just because it rhymes or sounds cool. Mom doesn't right. mean it's actually real. Like where's uh-huh. the science to it? And she, that's not her. Right. So she would be like, I don't know. I read it on, in a book, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Uh huh. And so it wasn't until like one of my like side passions mm-hmm. is I love reading yeah. like neuroscience studies. Like I'm the dork that's literally reading neuroscience studies online. That's so good though, because I think that there's not enough of that. Like I'm not, there's an, there's a lot of information out there, but I mean, there's not enough, there's not a lot of interest in that, you know, like a lot of people yeah. are, are big into other things that really, you know, or that instant, Oh, this makes me feel so good. But having an interest in something that intricate, it's going to take a long time to like really process and learn. And it is so profound. The Mm. brain. Wild. Wild. Yes. Like even um, when I, yeah, when I started studying neuroscience and even thinking, you know, every time you have a thought, it's almost as if, let's say you're in the middle of like a meadow Mm -hmm. and there's one clear path that's cut in the meadow so you, mm-hmm. you're kind of like oh that's probably the way yeah because there's a very clear path that's what your brain does with thinking and and like believing things yeah. it's like oh you keep thinking this there's a well-worn path here so this must be the way to go yeah whereas when you start thinking a new thought you're literally creating a new neurological pathway in your brain yeah and the first time it's real awkward, you're taking like a sword and you're just, or whatever that thing is, you yeah, know, you're right. just kind of chopping it all down. And it's, yeah. it's really hard to go through that path when there's not one there, yeah. but every time you go through it and you chop a little bit more down and you chop a little bit more down and you keep walking that 
literally there's a groove that's created in your brain. The more that you think a thought. Yeah. So you can actually change your mind Yeah. by your thoughts. So when I started learning about that and I actually, a couple of years ago, I called my mom and I was like, I just have to apologize. Oh, I love that. <laughs> because you're a little corny sayings. There's actually neuroscience that right. backs it up. Exactly. Like I have the logical proof now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now. Okay. Now I can accept it. Yeah. Um, and that's okay. Like everybody is wired a little different. Yeah. And that's what makes community brilliant and beautiful. And I also think it's a huge part of building your confidence is having community. Um, I did this one exercise at an event once where a woman would stand like with a blank piece of poster board behind her and all the women that were there wrote words of like their either their first impressions or if they knew them, like things that they loved about them. And then they, when they turned around, they saw Oh, all these like beautiful words and thoughts that other people have about them. So sometimes community, I think oftentimes community is lacking in our world right now. It is. Yeah. And it can be such a beautiful part of building that confidence journey in you. So if you're listening right now, if you can somehow get into community. And this is where I tell people invest in community, even if it's bar three or like CrossFit and you're like, Oh shoot, it's 150 bucks a month. Yeah. But it's also community of like-minded people Mm -hmm. that are, can be there to support you. So it's not just a, a workout. It's not just an art class. It's not just a, you know, I know you host events and I host yeah, events and like exactly. those are investments because mm-hmm. you never know if, yeah. if you walk away with a friendship that forever changes you. Exactly. Like I never thought in a million years that my events would bring forth lifelong friendships, even yeah. for just myself, but also yeah. like the people in there. I have, um, this one client where she just stands out in my mind that she joined a group coaching program that I have that I run like a virtual. And even just in that, she's like, I was struggling as a new mom. I had postpartum depression and I met a friend in that group yeah. and it changed my whole life. So like, yeah. she's like, not only did I like, you know, heal and grow and yeah. of like being in the group, she was like, I made a friend which changed my whole life. And I'm like, that's incredible like you know sometimes I always say that like your intention doesn't always lead to impact but it could also be the Mm. other way around of like yes you might have an intention for something and you don't even know the impact that you could make you know like you have a positive intention but maybe you make a negative impact like you just don't know that that line of harmony that you're that you're making um so it's important to be just like open and mindful about the intention that you obviously set but then open to something, the impact that you make that you don't even know that you're making. So it's just, yeah. it really was, it really is just a special thing. And I'm Absolutely. sure you it's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. It's, um, it's funny. Cause sometimes I'll see on Instagram girls that were in the same, like savvy single group, yeah. literally flying across the country to see one another. Mm-hmm. And oh my God, I love that. I know. I'm like looking at these Instagram stories or they're sending me 
they're tagging me in their pictures of them together. And it makes my heart so happy because everything that I create community is, is a piece of it. Um, because I just, I know that for me becoming who I've become and even who I'm continuing to become, it requires a team of people around you. And so, you know, I have people that I go to when I have relationship questions or when I have finance questions or if I have leadership questions, like when I started a nonprofit a couple of years ago, um, one of the things we had to do was have a board of directors Yeah, and the, our mentor, my business partner and I, our mentor said to us, have people on your board that all can serve you in different capacities. So have a lawyer, have, you know, somebody who's super well connected in the community, have somebody who is really good at raising money. Like, and so I actually took that idea and I said, I need to have a life board of directors. (laughs) Literally. Yeah. So who can guide me? Who can I go to when I'm spiritually feeling Mm -hmm. low? Who can I go to that has a really beautiful marriage that even though at that time I was single, you know, I just, I wanted to connect with people who had a really strong marriage. So think of people in your life that you really look up to and admire because it's important who you take advice from. And I remember my mentor saying, never take advice from somebody you wouldn't trade places with. Yeah. Oh my God. I have chills. I love that so much because I think, and I'm so like, sometimes I can get a little too invested into this, but I am so passionate about bringing that into like community about the awareness of what people are saying, who you're listening to, yeah. because there's a lot of people out there who just, yeah. you know, say whatever they want. Yep. Don't have the credibility to do so. And I right. think you make such an incredible point there that there is this emphasis on community being extremely beneficial to our healing journey. And like, we absolutely need it and we need to connect with other people. We can mm-hmm. learn people in, in so many ways, but we have to be careful. Very, very, because people can be the the greatest gift of your life and they can also be the greatest pain. Like when I think about my life, my my marriage mm-hmm. and that man like broke me. Yeah. Um, but in my healing journey, there were there were people that literally lifted me up. So mm-hmm people are people and, (laughs) you know, hurt, hurt people, hurt people. Right. We all, we all pretty much know that, but healed people heal people. Yes. And so some of, maybe you're listening to this podcast and you don't even know why, Mm -hmm. but it could even be just that your, you investing in your healing is also connected to other people's healings. Yeah. And even if, if you're a mom, I can't even tell you. I mean, because with kids, it's not what's taught. It's what's caught. You can tell your kids all day long to love people and to not gossip. But if you gossip, yeah, what do they catch? Yeah. They catch how we live our lives yeah. as a mom of a daughter. I can tell her she's beautiful until she's blue in the face. But how do I talk about my body in front of her? Yeah. That is what she's going to catch. Yeah. So our healing is not always just about us. It's about 
all the other people that are connected to us. And what a beautiful, beautiful responsibility that is. Like, I just think there's a joy in that responsibility. Yeah. And I just want to reflect to you the impact that you're making in this world because, mm-hmm. you know, just from what you said in the beginning of the podcast of like that your mission is to get women in the in the door before they're married and in, you know, the wrong relationship for them. And now you're 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 focusing on this incredible generational healing like mindset that you have. You're changing the world. Mm, thanks, girl. Yeah. So you know, sweet. yeah, I think you know what it is, is that I think sometimes I mean I speak the truth, you know, so that's the truth. It's not just like something, you know, that's coming from my heart. It's like legit the truth. And mm. I think sometimes when we do this work, we need to hear that. Mm. You know, like just a reminder to you, like all your hard work is paying off and I see you. Mm. Thank you. I can't even, the last couple of days I have been in like a, not the greatest place in my head. And I've yeah. been, you know, coming out of that. Um, But even, and I told you right before we started this podcast, but I had a totally unplanned surgery a couple of months ago and it, it took me out of the game for a little while. And when you're an entrepreneur, Oh, it hits you like, it hits you hard. And there's like, you know, you're looking at your $25,000 in hospital bills that are just kind of hanging over you. You know what I mean? Like there's, there's a lot of weight and there are sometimes things that you can get stuck under. Yeah. Um, so thank you for those words. Cause yeah, they really landed at a good, at a good time. (laughs) I I believe in what I'm doing so much and that's really what, what keeps me going. Um, Even right now, I just started writing a book. Oh my God. Amazing. I mean, okay. You've written one. It is it, it it challenged me in ways I can't even freaking describe. Like, <laughs> yeah, it is. It is so. It is just a whole other level of. Yeah. Talk about vulnerability too, because yeah. my whole life growing up, my like every English teacher I've ever had told me I wasn't a good writer. <laughs> so here I am, and sometimes the there's my tenth grade English teacher. Like I hear her voice, like in my head, and I have to be a fighter and you know push her away. Um. But I'm really excited about the book. The book is called I Suck at Relationships. Oh, my gosh. I have chills. I feel like I need this book right now. Like, (laughs) hurry up because I need it. No, I know. I'm really trying, um, (laughs) trying to write every single day. But I know. Yeah. You know, right. Can can we all relate to that a little bit? Yes. Literally projects lingering over us. And we're like, we're we're doing our best. (laughs) Yes, we we really are. Um. But I just, I just feel like to encourage anyone who's listening that mm-hmm. you're so worthy of having confidence. Yeah. I think it even begins there. We look at other people, we look at other women and say, well, of course she's confident. Look at her. Yeah. You know, she's got the hair and the makeup and the whatever. I, I, there's this one friend of mine, her name's Kelly. She's just one of the most beautiful souls I know. And I remember thinking sometimes being jealous of her yeah. and thinking, well, of course she's successful. Like she looks like a model right. and, and she's got this, you know, she's got a hot husband and, uh-huh. you know, two kids who look like they came out of a magazine, like, <laughs> of course. Right. But also I had no idea what she was going through 
in that time of her life when I was jealous of her. Mm -hmm. I didn't know. Right. So we all struggle through things. It doesn't matter what we look like, Mm -hmm. what our Instagram page looks like, what our title says. We're all worthy of feeling confident, not just about our skin and what we look like, but who we are and what value we bring to this world. So you are valuable and you don't have to change anything mm-hmm. in order to be valuable. Like you are yeah. in the middle of your mess, in the middle of the climb, in the middle, of whatever shit you're going through, mm-hmm. you're valuable. Yeah. And the confidence will come mm-hmm. one step at a time, but it really does begin with you know, fig- like looking at your environment, like, are you an acorn in the desert? Because <laughs> <Right. laughs> stress is the desert. Emotional, you know, a lack of emotional intelligence is the desert, you know, the un- unaligned beliefs yeah. are, yeah. Like all these mm-hmm. things are, okay, what are, what's my desert right now? Like yeah. think to yourself, what is my desert right now? And yeah. how can I take one step out of the desert today in one of those areas? Mm-hmm. I love that. And I think just to wrap up this conversation, because I know I could totally talk to you for hours. I'm like, <laughs> I love this woman. Uh, you know, I just, I want to thank you so much for all of this incredible wisdom and just people asking themselves the right questions based off of what they heard today. I think just what you said about what is your desert look like I think that is an incredible way to start yeah just asking yourself like what's not working anymore in your life yeah yeah what's not serving you what thoughts especially mm-hmm. if you can even just take one day and catch your thoughts yeah it'll lead you it'll put you in the direction of okay where do I maybe need to get some healing and how can I get help yeah help is a huge part of it so whether it's you know getting into therapy or finding a coach or jumping into one of your events or one of your programs, Mm -hmm. like help is a huge piece of the healing puzzle. Yeah, it really is. And just always making sure that you know that it's okay not to be okay and just to ask for help in that season. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Asking for help does not mean you're you're weak. It really means you're strong. Yeah. Fighting for yourself. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I mean, breakthrough. One of my friends, Darius, he said this the other day on Instagram that, um, that breakthrough is for fighters. Like if you want to have a breakthrough, there's a little bit of fight Mm -hmm. that's going to happen. Right. And and you got to just, and we're all fighters. Yeah. Every single day we're out here fighting. Mm -hmm. Um, so that breakthrough is yours. Sometimes got to get in the fight, get in the ring. Yeah. I love that. Well, speaking of asking for help and investing into yourself because you are the best investment you'll ever make, mm-hmm. where can people invest into your work? And because I mean, everything that you were saying today, speaking about all the work that you do, I know even myself and so many people listening to this are going to be so interested in working with you. You're so sweet. Yeah. So right now, um, I have a whole bunch of like past workshops that I've done that are now like on demand workshops. And Mm -hmm. most of them are Mm self-love. Um, the one is called, um, the pieces of peace. So if you're really kind of struggling with 
and desiring to have more peace in your life. I have one about that. I have one that's very specific to self-love and how to improve your relationship with yourself, how to overcome self-sabotage and things along those lines. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I do have two programs, the savvy single, which is on, it's actually not publicly out there right now. It's on pause as I'm redoing it, but people can actually purchase it as a course only option, Mm -hmm. um, at a pretty discounted rate right now as I'm going through that. So Mm -hmm. I'll give you my websites, michaelabell.co. A lot of the information is on there for workshops and programs. So, and the workshops are pretty well-priced. Yeah. Like some of them are 47. There's one that's 97. Mm-hmm. Whereas the courses are, you know, in the 2000 plus yeah. range. Yeah. Which, you know what? I think that when you're looking at pricing for investment into yourself, like I think you want to work with someone who's pricing their work accordingly because you don't just want something that's a cheap quick fix. Like you want yeah. something that is going to change your life. And if I think about how much, you know, someone pays to nurture their mental health week to week, you're going to be spending thousands. It's just yeah, for sure they're going to pay up front or over time, you know? So don't you right. take a step back and say, actually, like, this is the work that I'm going to be getting in this course and this program. Yes. I'm actually, I can equate that to working, you know, over time with someone. So Absolutely. it all works out. It's just about how much, you know, are you willing to invest into that area of your life like it's it's a great investment so it's like getting into that healing place of I'm worthy of that investment absolutely and you know there was a podcast that I had with um a friend of mine she's actually a sex therapist Mm -hmm. and she we were talking about people saying like oh it's so expensive or you know going to therapy is so expensive and she said this one line i'll never forget it she goes you know what's really expensive mm-hmm. walking around insecure love it exactly I'm like whoa it's yeah. so true it's like yeah. what is more expensive right the therapy or spending the rest of your life insecure exactly <laughs> no thanks <laughs> no literally exactly like i mean and i'm sure like everyone has heard this comparison of like if you took one thing that you spend your money on every single day that's not serving you and you save that much money every single day. Oh my gosh, Target. Yeah, literally. Or co- the coffee shop. I'm like, I'm always going to get a cup of coffee and a baked good every single day because it's more like a ritual, even though I have a coffee pot and coffee in my house. I know. I, know. I recently just bought an espresso. Mm. which I do really love. I've got it in my, my oh, black I Santa mug. <laughs> yep. I love it. I love it. Um, I, so I love, I'm a big Nespresso fan, but yes, I used to spend way too much money at Starbucks. Um, I mean, $10 partially. a drink essentially. I know. And now they're asked, did you see that now it's like that you have to say yes or no to the tip now, like at oh the very beginning. Gosh. I'm like, really? That's like $8 for this latte. I really can't tip you. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I know. I'm like, this is like a really intense ask of you right now. <laughs> I'm like, I had to work up the courage to pay $8 for a freaking ice. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's so true. Yeah. 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 Any, any investment in yourself is always, always, always worth it. Yeah. I've never invested in myself and thought that wasn't, wish I wouldn't have done that. Right. Exactly. But- 
Target trips. I've definitely <laughs> regretted some of those. Same. S- same. Where I'm like, I can't believe I spent $200 and that pillow is still like in the box or something. <laughs> I know. <laughs> it is so true. I'm so with you. Well, this I is know. so fun. I love, I mean, I could literally talk to you all day. I know. That's how I feel. I'm like, okay, you know, let us get back to our, our work days and all. do an event that. together. No, we literally should. I was thinking that before when we were talking. I'm like, why didn't I ask her to be a part of this one that I'm doing in May? But like, we're, we're going to brew up something special for just okay. us. Like, I'm I'm so excited. Let's do so it. Everybody stay tuned for that because that's <laughs> going to be magic. Oh, I can't wait. I love it so much. Yeah. Well, thank you for having me. Yes. Thank you so, so much. And the last thing I just want you to speak on is we have your website and what is your Instagram and your social media where people can find you? Yeah. Great question. So my social media is, our Instagram is at Michaela Bell. So it's mm-hmm. like Michael with an A and oh. then Bell with an E. Mm-hmm. B-E-L-L-E. And I'm actually launching a YouTube channel, which I'm yeah. super excited about because I'm going to be talking a lot about neuroscience <laughs> and, you know, getting a little sciencey. But I'm also doing things. I was a makeup artist for 15 years. So yeah. there'll be some times where I'm doing my makeup while talking about, you know, the amygdala. No, that's literally so good because it, it'll, yeah, yeah. you get two birds with one stone, you know? I'm so excited. I'm getting ready to set up the YouTube studio in here um, soon. Michaela is just such a wonderful, sweet soul. And I hope that you guys enjoyed this conversation. I will link all of her information in the show notes for you to check her out. She has officially launched her YouTube channel and I will put that in the show notes as well. So you can check out her YouTube channel. She is so incredible and I cannot wait to connect with her more. And thank you guys so, so much for listening. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Strength in the Soul podcast. If this episode served you in any way, please subscribe for more episodes like this one. By subscribing and rating, we get the visibility needed to impact the lives of many. We have a healing community that is growing to the capacity where we can reach so many people around the world. I am so grateful for your support. Visit strengthofthesoul.com for more information on how you can join our healing community.